Hello and welcome in to another edition of the JK Pod. I am your host, Jonathan Kelly. I want to thank you all for joining us on this Friday. Uh, so as a Friday, it'll be a football Friday. Also, we will go ahead and review our picks for yesterday in terms of baseball, give you today's MLB picks, and take you around the leagues and give you all the news and notes that you'll need for tonight and into the weekend. So let's go ahead and kick it off uh, with our review of yesterday. So two of four on our MLB picks. We are on the right side of the Mets as well as the Astros. And on the losing end of the Cardinals as well as the Twins Royals over. So two of four yesterday. It's going to make us 11 of 19 this week. And we're looking right now pretty good at 57.89. And then as for today... Uh, we're going to have six games that we're looking at, so hopefully we hit four or five of those and have a great winning week on our hands yet again. So let's go ahead and kick it off. First game of the night, we're actually going to take the Boston Red Sox. So for the Sox, it's going to be Michael Waka, who's 11-1 and with a 2.69 ERA and 19 starts. He's given up either two, three, or four runs in his last four starts. So look for him to give up two or three tonight to the Kansas City Royals. And then for the Royals, it'll be Jonathan Heasley, who is three and eight with a 5-5-1 ERA and 17 starts. And he gave up seven earned in his last start against the Tigers. So look for the Sox to be able to score a lot of runs tonight at Fenway and be able to pick up a win over the Kansas City Royals. Next game that we're going to look at, we will take the Cleveland Guardians. So for the Guardians, it's going to be Tristan McKenzie. He's 10-11 and 11 with a 3.05 ERA and 26 starts. And he's given up more than two earned in one of his last seven. On the flip side for the Twins, it'll be Bailey Ober. He's 1-2 with a 4.01 ERA and seven starts. And he gave up five earned in his last big league start back on June 1st against the Tigers. So look for the Guardians to be able to pick up a win as they continue their playoff chase. Next game, we're going to take the Texas Rangers over the Tampa Bay Rays. So for the Rangers, it's going to be Martin Perez. So on the season, Perez is 11-6 with a 2.77 ERA and 28 starts. And Perez has been really effective all season. Uh, he's given up more than one earned in one of his last four. And then as for the Rays, it's going to be Corey Kluber. He is 10-8 and eight with a 4.36 ERA and 27 starts. And he did give up six earned in just two-thirds uh, in his last start against the New York Yankees. So look for the Rangers to be able to secure a win tonight at the Trop in Tampa. Next game we're going to look at, we're going to take the Atlanta Braves. So for the Braves, it's going to be Max Freed, who's 13-6 and with a 2.50 ERA and 27 starts. And he has not given up more than two earned since July 25th. And then as for the Phillies, it's going to be Ranger Suarez. He is 9-5 with a 3.62 ERA and 25 starts. And he has given up at least three earned in three of his last four. So for the Braves to be able to win a close one, I'm going to say the score will be 5-3. to three. Following that, we're going to go ahead and take the Houston Astros. For the Astros, it's going to be Justin Verlander. Uh, that's pretty much all that needs to be said. He is 16-3 
with a 1.84 ERA and 24 starts. And he's given up more than two earned in six of 24 this season. And then as for the athletics, it's going to be Adrian Martinez, who's four and four with a 5.59 ERA and eight starts. And he gave up seven earned in his last start against the White Sox. So for the Astros to be able to pick up a rather easy victory with Cy Young candidate Justin Verlander on the mound. In our last game of the night, we're going to take the Mets over the Pirates. It's going to be Taiwan Walker, who's 11-4 with a 3.48 ERA and 25 starts. He has struggled a bit over his last few starts, which means he's due for a great one tonight. And I think that comes tonight against the Pirates. As for the Pirates, it's going to be Mitch Keller, who's 5-10 with a 4.01 ERA and 25 starts. He has not allowed a single earned run. Over his last two starts, which means he is due for a clunker, and that will be tonight against the Mets. So to recap, that's going to go ahead and be the Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Guardians, Texas Rangers, Atlanta Braves, Houston Astros, as well as the New York Mets all to win. That's our six picks, so let's get at least four, hopefully five or six, and be able to have a very nice winning week. Now, a couple of news and notes in Major League Baseball land. Uh, the Braves have reinstated Ozzie Albies from the 60-day IL. Uh, Sandy Alderson will actually step down as president of the Mets, and he'll actually be a special advisor. And then yesterday, the Rays started an all-Latin American starting lineup on Roberto Clemente Day. Pretty pretty cool uh, situation there. Uh, but as for that, that's pretty much all that's going on in Major League Baseball. Uh, a couple of news noteworthy things in the association surrounding the Phoenix Suns. So as we know with the Suns, the Robert Sarver report is out. He's getting a $10 million fine. He's also being suspended for the season. Uh, But today, or this morning, I should say, uh, PayPal came out and said that they will not continue their sponsorship with the Suns if Robert Sarver returns after his one-year ban. I can't say I blame them. I wouldn't want to be associated with Robert Sarver either. (laughs) Um, And right now, it seems like the Suns organization is standing by him as they haven't come out and said that he won't be back or that he has to sell the team or if the minority owners will take over. So... Nice to see that at least one of their sponsors has come out and said that. Uh, Also, the Suns minority owner, hopefully I say his name right, uh, it's going to be Jam Najif. Uh, He has called for Robert Sarver to resign. If I was on that board of trustees, if I was part of that ownership group, I would not want Robert Sarver as the majority owner or have anything to do with the team ever again. Uh, it's just a sour taste in everyone's mouth about this guy just pretty much doing whatever he wants and not really facing any consequences. Uh, so very nice to see that both of them have spoken up about the situation. Uh, so now let's head over to the world of college football as we've got a couple news and noteworthy things. First is that Texas A&M will start LSU transfer Max Johnson at quarterback against Miami. I think this is going to be a really good game, probably the best game of Saturday. 
Uh, Tennessee gives their head football coach, Josh Hupel, a $1 million raise as well as an extension, and he will now make $5 million per year. Just another situation of schools giving all of their money to football coaches and not paying any of the players. Uh, It's every day, man. Every day. Uh, Also, Texas spent $280,000 on their visit for Arch Manning and eight others. Uh, I got to tell you, I love it. I am totally with it. Uh, Texas does an incredible job of NIL as well. They were actually the first to have classes surrounding NIL. Uh, So they actually put their money where their mouth is, unlike a majority of these big-time college programs. Uh, But (laughs) pretty funny that they spent almost $300,000 on trying to get nine guys, especially, you know, most of that money, I'm sure, was because of Arch, but as well as eight others. So you just love to see that. Uh, And now there are a few big games this week. Uh, Those are going to be BYU at Oregon as Oregon tries to uh, get back to what people thought preseason. Penn State will visit Auburn. USF will visit UF. Uh, The biggest one for me, UTSA, will visit Texas. And then, like we said, the last game to look out for is going to be the Saturday night game at 8 o'clock between the Miami Hurricanes and the Aggies of Texas A&M. So that's pretty much all that's going on in the college football world. I think this is the last bad um, week of games. Then we actually start to get into some conference play and some much better matchups as we uh, head toward the, the middle of the college football season. So now let's take it to the NFL. We'll give you the news and notes first. Uh, So Chris Godwin will most likely miss Sunday against the Saints. Justin Herbert has some bruised ribs, as we saw last night. Uh, Mac Jones is back at practice today. The Miami Dolphins right tackle Austin Jackson will go to IR for four games. Falcons running back Damian Williams will miss Sunday's game against the Rams due to a rib injury. And Kayvon Thibodeau is confident that he will play on Sunday. So now let's go ahead and give you the review of last night. Chargers Chiefs told you by that point and a half, man, Uh, Chiefs won by three. It was four. We bought that point and a half to take it to two and a half. And we cashed in. So that's what you got to do. Uh, the Vegas knows, man. Vegas knows, Vegas knows, and Vegas knows. Uh, so Kansas City won 27-24. Uh, like I said, that's why we bought the point. Uh, so overall, a pretty good game. Uh, Justin Herbert played very well. He had 334 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he did throw an interception. Neither team ran the ball great outside of one run from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for 52 yards. Uh, Mike Williams really stepped up in the absence of Keenan Allen, as did Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett was gassed, though, at the end of that game, uh, which resulted in the 99-yard interception return for a touchdown by Jalen Watson. Uh, As for Patrick Mahomes, he spread the ball around uh, Travis Kelsey, Watson, McCole Hardman, as well as Clyde all had between 44 and 51 receiving yards. Uh, so no one with a crazy good game spreading the wealth in Kansas City. And he had that crazy 
in the first half, that crazy sidearm throw for a touchdown. Uh, he just does things that are just so stupid and so dumb. Uh, it almost seems like at times he's not even trying or he's trying to make things difficult for himself because he gets bored. Um, but it's just pretty wild to uh, to see. It's almost like a like a Brady syndrome where Brady always had those fourth quarter comebacks and it's like it's it's almost like he was toying with you like he wanted to see if you could try and beat him. Uh, it's just pretty wild s- situation there. Uh, but a great game overall uh, last night. Derwin James also flying all over the field, uh, showing why he's, if not the best, one of the best uh, safeties in the NFL. Uh, so now that brings us to Sunday's games. So we'll give you the quick rundown uh, of the games. So we're going to go ahead and take the Browns over the Jets. Uh do we need to say more? It's going to be a game of two terrible quarterbacks. I like the Browns roster much better than the Jets roster for obvious reasons, uh, especially Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. They just make things happen. So we're going to go ahead and take the Browns over the Jets. Next one, we're going to take the Lions over the Commanders. Carson Wentz is a roller coaster ride that I'm not trying to ride. Uh, so we're going to take the Lions to, uh, to beat the Commanders at home. We're going to take the Saints over the Bucks. I think the Bucks just have too many injuries going on right now. They're going to be a team you don't want to play late in the year. Uh, but as for right now, we're going to go ahead and take the New Orleans Saints with James Winston and Alvin Kamara and crew being able to put up some points on the Bucks defense. Next one could go either way. Panthers, Giants. I'm going to go. I, I originally want, I was originally going to pick the Panthers, but I'm actually going to pick the Giants Giants in this one. I think they have a lot of confidence coming off the win in Tennessee uh, in week one. So now with the home opener in week two, they have some sort of expectations now. Uh, Barkley looked pretty good. Uh, he did have two big runs, but everyone is like, oh my God, he's back. He's so much better. It's like outside of those two runs, he didn't, he didn't really do much. Uh, you got to watch the whole game. You got to see all of the tape. If you just watch the highlights, you're not gonna get everything that you should get and then the next time when he has 14 for 50 yards you're gonna be like what the hell happened it's because he didn't have those one and two big runs um but i'm gonna take the giants over the panthers uh in in this one uh the next game between the steelers and patriots same thing could go either way i'm actually gonna take the steelers over the patriots uh couldn't tell you why (laughs) i just don't think the patriots have any real playmakers uh, on offense outside of maybe Stevenson or Harris. And if you make Mac Jones beat you, there's not really any wide receivers that you fear. So we're going to go ahead and take the Steelers in a close one over the Patriots. Uh, we'll take the Colts over the Jags. I don't, for some reason, Jags, Jags are going to Jag. Uh, they just always find a way to lose. And we're not going to be able to keep giving Trevor Lawrence a pass. He's got to win at some point. I understand last year was probably one of the worst years anyone could have ever imagined for the Jags organization. But once week six, seven, eight comes around, we're going to come knocking on the door if Trevor Lawrence isn't winning a couple games here and there. you got to elevate the people around you. Christian Kirk had a pretty good game in week one, uh, so I look for him to have another pretty good game in week two. But look for the Colts to win a close one uh, over the Jags. Next game, we're going to take the Ravens over the Dolphins. Uh, I just don't think Tua 
is that great. Uh, they should have won the game against the Patriots last week by 17, 20 points. Uh, and the Ravens are just going to find a way to run the ball on the Dolphins, be able to create havoc for Tua, and I think they'll be able to pick up a close win as well. Next game, we're going to take the Rams over the Falcons. I uh, just don't th- think the Falcons are there yet. They're going to be one of these teams that is spunky all year. They probably cover but don't win games. Uh, but we're going to take Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Rams to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, next game is the Niners-Seahawks. So we're going to take the Niners in this one. I think week one is kind of a wash. As if you saw the weather in Chicago, it was definitely a wash. Um, so we're going to take the Niners in this one. I think Debo explodes over the Seahawks defense, has a crazy game. And I think Trey Lance, same thing. Uh, once we get to you know week four, five, six, seven, eight, that's when we're really going to know if he is capable of playing quarterback at this level. Uh, you get a lot of people forget he hasn't played in two years. Uh, so... It's going to be interesting to see if they put all their eggs in the Trey Lance basket and it doesn't work out. Do they go to Jimmy G at some point? But as for week two, we'll take the Niners over the Seahawks. Uh, Next game, we're going to take the Bengals over the Cowboys. Joe Burrow against Cooper Rush. I think that's pretty much all that needs to be said there. I think it'll be a relatively easy victory for the Bengals, especially after Burrow having a bunch of turnovers last week think he gets back to his regular self in this one then we're going to take the Broncos over the Texans I think the Broncos are just going to annihilate the Texans in this one I think they're pissed off from losing in Seattle so they're just gonna take all their anger out on the Texans Uh, we're gonna go with the Raiders over the Cardinals been telling you all this for weeks, months, just not a Cardinals guy. I don't think Kyler is as good as people think. I think Kingsbury is a terrible head coach. Uh, So we're going to go with the Raiders, Derek Carr and crew over the Arizona Cardinals. And then last game on Sunday, we're going to take the Packers over the Bears. Bears got a relatively lucky win in week one. Packers did not really show up in week one. They don't ever show up in week one. They use that as their preseason game. Uh, So I think Rodgers dominates the Bears in this one and is able to pick up a rather easy victory over the Chicago Bears. Uh, So one more time, that's going to be Browns, Lions, Saints, Giants, Steelers, Colts, Ravens, Rams, Niners, Bengals, Broncos, Raiders, and Packers. Whew, that's a lot. Um, So that's going to be our picks. There are two Monday night games, which we will preview on Monday. So that includes the Titans visiting the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Just so you know, Titans are 8-2 in their last 10 Monday night games, and they beat the Bills in their last meeting. Uh, And then also the Vikings will be visiting the Eagles. That'll be the late game at 8.30. Kirk Cousins and crew taking on Jalen Hurts and crew. So those are the two Monday night games. We'll give you our picks uh, for that on Monday. As of right now, the Bills should win that game, but I believe the Titans will cover. And then the Vikings-Eagles game, not really sure, but lean in Vikings. I know Kirk Cousins. I know primetime. I know. But at some point, you got to get over the hump, and this might be the time to do that. 
Uh, but outside of that, that is all we have for you today. Hope everyone enjoys the rest of their Friday as well as their weekend with baseball, football, college football, anything else. Um, So once again, thank you all for listening and we will see you back here on Monday. Appreciate it.